Whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi Next Class. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 5, Hashtag Huge If True. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Google summary? Is that what we're doing now? Yeah, we're doing Google because it's easier. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Shay, Lola, and Frankie cozy up for a girls' night until it becomes, ellipses, less cozy. Is Frankie ready for more intimacy, and will Shay's insecurities put her own relationship in jeopardy? No note on anything else. Just, just Oh, wow. Interesting. Just those. <laughs> you mean you didn't want to put the literal dick measuring contest in the description, Degrassi? <laughs> Huge if true. <laughs> of the title hashtag huge of true until I like was naming the file in my garage band I was like because I hadn't like thought about it since I had actually watched the episode and I was just like oh oh Degrassi you want to know something (laughs) even better though if you google the episode like the little google description that I read it obviously normal google thing it has a photo and it has like the title so title hashtag huge of true and then right next to it is just a picture of Hunter's face I mean, <laughs> he was uh, technically the winner, apparently, although not if by official records. I like, oh my don't God. even know how to process this information. <laughs> it's upsetting. <laughs> so yeah, the episode, hashtag huge of true, obviously applies to the dick measuring contest that actually happens in this episode. And I guess maybe it could also be like, ooh, huge news. If true, if Lola and Miles hooked up, which they did, oh my god. Other like, but I think it's mostly about the the stupid boys, <laughs> the dumbest boys. Also, huge if true is a hashtag that I think is funny. It just like makes me laugh. I don't know why. <laughs> um. Well, the episode starts. With we open on the sleepover, Frankie, Shay, and Lola are doing like a face morph app thing to see what it would look like. I don't know if they morph their faces. Lola brought avocados for face masks, and then she goes downstairs to like prepare the masks. And in the meantime, Frankie decides that Jonah is going to crash the sleepover. And then Shay's like, oh, well, then let's invite Tiny, too. And then Frankie's like, I don't think Lola will mind. And then we hit the theme song. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> like, that's just being, like, willfully obtuse. Like, I don't think Lola will mind. The person who's been, like, really bumming out about being fifth wheel all season and really bumming out about the fact that her best friend is dating her ex-boyfriend yeah, she'll be yeah. fine with this. She said repeatedly, I'm so excited that we're finally doing a girls' night. She's mentioned on several past episodes that she wants something that just the three of them can do together, like like that fashion club thing or whatever. And right. it's just like falling on deaf ears because I just don't think Frankie wants to hear it because she's in her like 
happy bubble relationship bubble yeah and shay is just kind of following frankie's lead because she and lola are like awkward right now yeah and she's like well i have a boyfriend too so i'm inviting him since you're inviting yours essentially it's such a and oh it's so shitty even if like they weren't even if things weren't already tense because of the tiny lola shay nonsense that's still a dick move while yeah. like your what while the one single friend is like out of the room and you guys just decide to invite boys over when you're fully expecting to be like in your pajamas hanging out with your friends not like trying to be on for other people and then it's like by the way we invited our boyfriends like you can third wheel it like always it's uh the worst the worst I was that I was that friend don't do that to your friends (laughs) it's it's genuinely terrible oh it's so shitty oh my god yeah I mean just beyond just like the third wheel and like if you are agreeing to a girls night you have a girls night yeah relationship the whole point is that there are not boys there yeah like I would never willfully invite like a partner to a girls night rude it's rude it's rude (laughs) you're like breaking the like contract terms of what the night is supposed to be exactly like you're not supposed Uh, to be cute you're supposed to eat like garbage food and watch movies and get drunk and like yeah and if you do want to and if you do want to involve boys there should be a boy for everybody or there should be the potential of a boy for everybody so no one's left out yeah or wh- whoever you're interested in. Whatever. Um, but anyway, Lola's... Oh, do I want to do fashion? I didn't take a lot of notes, but I did note Lola's panda PJs, and I thought they were cute. That was my only note. <laughs> I also wrote, Hunter likes his boring hoodie. Um, And I also... I don't hate Hunter's hair. I'm sorry. I'm kind of into it. I just... I just think he needs to wash it more. I think he's yeah, doing that boy probably. thing where it's like they just like don't believe in volume <laughs> in their hair. Like it's like there's if there's either wrong. not enough product in it or there's too much product in it. I can't tell which one it is though. Yeah, it reads to me as like not washing hair enough. Yeah, he might have an oily scalp that he needs to get checked out. <laughs> Um, but that's all that I had. Those are all the notes. It was a bottle episode, so it was just like, this is all taking place like in one night. So not a lot of fashion variety happening for us. Is this our first like Degrassi bottle episode? No, I mean the Breakfast Club. I did think episode. of the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Um, I mean, but at least in that one they went on the roof. This was like yeah, all the that's same. True. Just all one set, though. I mean, it was all just in the school, but otherwise, I don't, I don't know if we've had any other ones. Um, I don't know if any of our listeners know. Please tweet at us. <laughs> yeah, I definitely can't think of any that were like off campus. That's true. Yeah, because even like even like, I'm thinking of like, oh, well, what about? when Ashley took ecstasy and like no I think that started like at school and then we like just met the majority of the time at Emma's house and 
Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, all in one location. Very rare for Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Anywho, we're in the kitchen, and Lola is preparing the face mask avocado, and Miles walks in, and they're talking, and I think Lola likes says something about a boyfriend and then it's like oh oops sorry and he's like she's like sorry for mentioning a boyfriend because yours is in a coma and Miles is like don't worry it's fine like you're the only person who I like talking to because you don't use the pity voice and then Lola says like oh yeah I know that voice like people always use that voice when my mom left and I can't remember if we knew that her mom left already I don't but maybe we we did I think that was a reveal Okay. And Lola is just so excited about her sleepover. She has had, she has so many things planned and I just feel so bad for her because she's about to be ambushed by couples and it's not fair. I know. I'm, I'm very sad for Lola. Just like making the face masks and nobody tells her they're upstairs getting ready. And she's like, like fully getting ready. Yeah. And she's yeah. downstairs in Panda PJs and nobody thinks to mention it to Lola. Like that's how you know that it's you're like, definitely like doing something shitty is when you like accidentally don't mention it to someone else. Yeah. It's super shitty. It's like, oh, well, we should tell Lola she's downstairs making face masks for us. We should tell her to stop because we're not going to do that anymore. It's like, nope, not going to engage because... We're just going to plow forward with this plan that we haven't run by her because deep down we know that it's a shitty thing to do, but we're doing it anyway. Um, (laughs) And then meanwhile, Hunter is like waiting for Yale to come over for a date, but Baz and VJ come over and are like kind of crashing on his party because they're like, yeah, and they're just like, I don't even remember how they came to the subject. Oh, yeah. They're, like, going through Hunter's closet. And Baz, like, picks up some shoes. And he's like, can I have these? And Hunter's like, if you leave, then sure. And he's like, oh, they're too big for me. And VJ's like, you know what they say about big shoes. And then Hunter's like, biologically, that can't be, like, possible or a way to measure this or whatever. So then this is how we get into the... Well, there's only one way to find out. And they talk, and then they plan to have an actual, literal dick measuring contest with the boys. And he's canceling his date to do this instead, which I'm just confused about. I guess he's kind of guilt tripped into like hanging out with the boys because they do that less now that he is dating Yale. But it's still just like crazy. It's so batshit. <laughs> it is. It's wild. It's I I don't I don't think this is a thing that happens in real life. I know. I was just about to say like if any straight boys listen to our podcast, can you please tell us if this is a thing that actually happens? Like I mean, f- for the record, I did watch this with a straight man who was really confused by this point. <laughs> So, well, that's comforting, like, I guess. He's like, that is not a thing you do in a group. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what is wrong so with these people? Stupid. I don't. I mean, I I don't understand. Um, but <laughs> then 
We are with Frankie and Shay, and Frankie's kind of talking about how she's thinking about having sex with Jonah tonight. And Shay's like, oh, are you sure about that? I don't know. That It seems like, I don't know about that. And then Frankie's like, you know, boys think about sex every six seconds. Like, he's not pressuring me. I just want to do it. And then Shay's like, what? All boys think about sex every six seconds? I don't know. I thought Tiny was different. And then, like, she begins to spiral. And I'm like, why do we ever listen to Frankie about anything? I think Ty- I think we've learned to not listen to her. Come yeah. on, Shay. Seriously. And now they're both just getting in their own heads about it. And it's like, yeah. if, if you don't feel like you need to, and the other person isn't even bringing it up, why are you even thinking about it? Why are you doing this to yourself? Exactly. Everybody moves on a different timeline. Like, don't don't compare yourself to others when it comes to, like, whether you're ready to have sex or not, because only you can answer that question. Um, Like, I feel like the six-second thing is, like, just something that Cosmo made up. Like, it feels very, like, magazine in the late 90s. Yeah, I feel like, I'm like, what, where's, like, the studies that back up this <laughs> the statistic? I don't know about that. Uh, at this point, I feel like it's an urban legend. But, so too. <laughs> but then we're back with the boys who are talking about, like, the specifics of how to carry out the dick measuring contest and it's making me very uncomfortable because they're just children talking about their penises and I don't want to be a part of this yeah. and <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't love this entire plot line but it did make me go what the fuck is happening for a while so that's fun yeah and it made me like laugh uncomfortably a lot Lots of laughs <laughs> just laugh at the sheer ridiculousness of the fact that this is a plot line happening in the show that I am watching. Um, but then Yale comes over with her mom's Jewish penicillin because Hunter lied to her to get out of their date and said that he was actually sick. And then she's like, why did you bail on me? Like, what are you doing that you guys can't do without me? And then Baz like to cover says we were gonna watch porn together and like, she's like oh what better? kind <laughs> how is that better I don't know but I do think that is an actual thing that happens but I don't know if it's like a premeditated like let's plan to do this type of thing I feel like it's more of a like g- like teen like tween teen boys like hanging out and then like maybe like during a sleepover and being like guess what I know the address to this thing we should see what it is I don't know I feel like that one's slightly more normal than the dick measuring but it's all gross and I don't want to be a part of it agreed (laughs) but she's like well which kind are you watching like (laughs) basically she essentially asks like are you watching like gay porn or straight porn like what which kinds and Baz is like all the kinds (laughs) (laughs) she's like okay cool like cue it up I'm staying (laughs) just like Jesus Christ um but then but then we're with poor Lola being ambushed by all the couples and Grace so it's so tiny Jonah Grace and then Esme and Zig come over so it's just like annoying. 
and then they start playing Never Have I Ever, and I hate. I also hate watching the Never Have I Ever scene with it's, the children. It's terrible. Also, <laughs> it's uncomfortable. It's really upsetting. Also, did you play Never Have I Ever this way? Because I felt like they were playing it backwards. You're supposed to say something that you haven't done so that you don't drink to target yeah. other people. And the best yeah. is when you do really pointed targets. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah never I, you did, don't. But it's like, I hate when they also make it like all sex things. Like, there's so many things you can do. Yeah. I was definitely always the one who was like, I've never been to Virginia or like something <laughs> like that. Like, I have been there. I was born there. I don't know why I said that as an example. But like, I would always be, or like in college, I'd always be like, I've never been to high school in Missouri. Like, I would do the lame ones yeah. a lot. <laughs> lame ones can be fun. Yeah. No, mine would always be no really, one expects like, pointed. Them. <laughs> like, never have I ever, like, gotten my eyebrow pierced in a 7-Eleven parking lot. Like, things that I'm like, I know what you did last summer kind of shit. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got you got to throw those ones in as well. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, the whole point is that you don't drink or you don't put a finger down or whatever. You don't be like, never, ever, have, never have I ever had sex in a car. Oops, I have. Drink. It's like... That's not, that's not how you play. No, that's just like weird, gross bragging. I like don't, I don't get it. Yeah, no, it was weird. I hated it. I'm like, you're playing it wrong. It's making me uncomfortable because you're like weirdly proud of all of your like sexual histories and it's, it's, I don't like it. Um, but then skipping back over to the porn viewing conversation, or we know they're actually just watching porn now. All to all four of them together. And naturally Yale is just picking it apart the whole time, which I appreciated. She's like, there's no way that's comfortable. Like, oh, once again, it's all for the man's pleasure. La la la. I love you. <laughs> and then Hunter's like, this isn't even then Hunter like comes clean about what they were actually doing because he's like, I cannot take this anymore. But just same. And he's like, this is not what we were doing. We were actually going to, like, measure our penises. And she's like, well, I don't want to stand in the way of scientific exploration. And then she's like, I'm going to stay and judge. I'll be the judge. And it's like, oh, God. I mean, where where has this plot line gone? It's, it's crazy. I mean, I, like, I, I don't understand. Like, I would never be like, I'll judge. But I think it's also, it ties into what she says later about how she's been feeling really, like, left out and less yeah. like a one of the boys kind of friend now that they're dating. Because she right. was all of their friends to start. And then they exactly. started dating and it got weird. Yeah. But I don't know if I would choose this situation as an opportunity to be like no I am one of the guys (laughs) let me look at all of your penises please and I will judge them for their length as as an unbiased party it's a really weird way to be like I can hang But I guess it's like, if I can hang in this situation, I can hang in any situation with you guys. I'm not going to judge you for your weirdness. She's just doubling down. Oh, God. I. She's a braver soul than I. 
<laughs> I would never I would never do this. No, I'd be like, and I'm out. I wouldn't I would not want to see any of my friends' genitalia. Thank you very much. No, <laughs> like no, thank you. Um but then we are back playing Never Have I Ever and they're talking about like I don't know. One of them comes up where it's like, I've never, I think Shay says like, I've never like hooked up with someone who I wasn't in love with. And, um, Tiny doesn't drink, but Zig's like, whoa, what about that one girl? And then Tiny's like, shut up. No, don't, don't expose me. And it gets awkward. And speaking of awkward, then Lola makes it more awkward and is basically like, I've never like stolen my boyfriend or stolen my friend's boyfriend or I don't know. She makes it about the love triangle because she's uncomfortable. And it's like, I kind of, I kind of understand her blowing up because she's had to take so much of this already. Seriously. Poor Lola. I know. And then, and then it's like, let's not play this anymore. And then Esme's like, okay, let's play Truth or Dare instead. I'm like, that's basically the same thing, but okay. And then she first, at first she dares Tiny to do like seven minutes in heaven with Shay. And then, but then I can't remember why, but she's pivots to like, Shay, I think Shay, Shay gets uncomfortable. She's already feeling all this pressure that she's like putting on herself for no reason. Um, right. So she's feeling all this pressure. So she's like, I'm claustrophobic. Plus, like, Esme is obviously super lashing out at her because she's, like, not drinking as much as everyone else and blah, blah, blah. But, like, right. she, you know, so she's like, I'm claustrophobic. So that's when Esme is like, Lola, because Esme is a shit stirrer. Yup. So now Tiny and Lola are going to go sit in a closet together for seven minutes. Because um, we never played this. This was like never something that in I read life. about in Judy Bloom books and like never heard about again. I've never in my life played or been present at a party where seven minutes in heaven has been a thing. Yeah. Never. I've never even done like spin the bottle. I think I've done spin the bottle, but it was like at a point in my life where it was like it, there were no stakes anymore. <laughs> Like we it was are, just like we ironic like, spin the bottle. <laughs> like it was just like it wasn't like seventh grade spin the bottle where you're like everything is counting on this moment. Like I right, that, right. You know, I've played like truth or dare, like in that kind of a like oh everything is like supercharged and who knows what's gonna happen and like kissing always becomes part of truth or dare when you're playing with like boys and girls and you're like teens tweens so. But, yeah, I've never, yeah, never in my life have I even heard of anyone I know doing Seven Minutes in Heaven. That was always, like, yeah, in, like, Judy Bloom books or, like, TV shows. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. Listeners, have you ever played Seven Minutes in Heaven? Is this real or is, was this made up by Hollywood? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just a um, fiction of Judy But, Bloom. and... Yeah, or maybe it was just more prevalent, like, in the 70s and 80s when there was less to do. I have no idea. Or when there are fewer options to teens and tweens. Who knows? Um, but anyway, then we're back with <coughs> the contest. And 
Baz, I don't, I can't remember how this comes up, but Baz is like, is kind of like ragging on Hunter and telling him he takes his privilege for granted, essentially. Like Baz has been kind of like insecure and slightly jealous of Hunter because Hunter has a girlfriend and Hunter is super rich and he has all these clothes that he doesn't even wear. And it's just like one thing after another. Um, Which is all valid, but yeah, they're what 15 so Baz is being very immature about it yeah lashing out I mean I feel for him like it's he he, I mean Hunter does like completely disregard the fact that he does have a lot of privilege I feel like that's very much a Hollingsworth thing is that like none of them can acknowledge the fact that they have like stupid money and not other people have that opportunity right and definitely like affects their lives and so it's got to be very frustrating to be friends with that person yeah know? although we saw goldie's house like baz is not living in poverty <laughs> yeah they have enough space where they're able to like take on a host sister I so it was a fancy kitchen yeah ceilings um but then we're back uh with at the truth or dare situation and they're like it's ju- I think it's just like Zig and Esme and Shay and I can't remember if anyone else like Grace and Esme is just like targeting Shay and being really shitty to her and is saying like is basically like calling Shay a prude and saying like you're not better than me we get the same like we both get straight A's I'm just more fun la 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 I feel like it's coming from a lot of insecurity um, but it's just fucking shitty. It's like Esme is terrible still. Like I feel for her, but she sucks. And, and Tiny and Shay's relationship is none of your business. Yes. Like why is she I don't get why she's so latched on. She's like, it's weird. I don't know. Like I I'm wondering if it all stems back to the group chat thing. But she is just she's friendly with Jonah and he was just a biggest part of that and she's friends with tiny and he was just as big a part of that so it's yeah like she's only holding on to the fact like i think it's that shay is an easy target for her i guess yeah. i don't know it's like maybe shay is like one way that she could have gone i don't know and they have their like past beef with like the period stuff which like esme started exactly so like esme like- is just fucking shitty i don't i don't get it and grace spends like this entire time basically trying to like shut esme down and be like let's do something else like can you drop it and finally zig jumps in and actually is like chill to her twice which he hasn't done as of yet he's pretty much just been like esme's gonna do esme which fine like whatever you know you shouldn't like control your partner or whatever but also like when she's at a line and she listens to him like he should feel comfortable turning to her and being like you're kind of out of line so the yeah fact that he actually did it in and this shay episode, is his friend too it's like or she, at the very least shay is his best friend's girlfriend and your girlfriend's being terrible to her for no reason like you can step in and say something um but yeah but it's like it's t- ugh, ugh, esme is annoying um but then we're with Jonah and Frankie who are getting like hot and heavy and Frankie like goes to like make the next move to 
toward sex. And Jonah's like, oh, no, 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 no. Let's, no, what are you doing? And (laughs) Frankie's like, what? Straight edge doesn't mean celibate. I Googled it. Hilarious. And and he's like, that's not, it's not about being straight edge. This is about, like, I don't think we're ready. Like, I want to take things slow. And, like, yes, I've done it before, but I was in, like, a bad space when I was doing it. And I just want to make sure that I'm at, like, we're both ready, like, for the next time. And Frankie doesn't really hear him. (laughs) She doesn't hear the, I don't want to do it because I am not ready, like, from Jonah. And hears, I don't want to do it with you. Yeah. And gets really insecure about it. And then she, like, knocks over a candle and, like, sets something on fire. And it's a whole hubbub. And Jonah's, like... And then, like, Miles comes in and is, like, what's going on? And helps them, like, put out the fire. And then Jonah's, like, I think that I should leave now. Goodbye. And it's a whole... It's a whole mess. (laughs) Yeah. He's giving valid reasons. And, you know, even if he didn't have valid reasons, just no is an entire sentence. But... He's giving reasons, and all she's hearing is rejection, rejection, rejection. Yeah. Which I which get. I, I mean, it's hard to, like, put yourself out there like that and to... To not take it personally, even yeah, just a also, little bit. Like, you have to respect that choice and not take it personally. Yeah. Which, and again, it's like, I think it's showing... It's like another example of kind of, like, the differences in their maturity levels when it comes to this kind of thing like I know they're only like what a year apart but still that's a lot in high school and also he I don't know apparently has gone through some shit but I don't know (laughs) anyway then we're in the closet with Lola and Tiny and Lola's like is there something wrong with me like Nobody, like, everybody leaves me. I'm everybody's second choice. And she's just feeling really down on herself. And I'm really bad for her. And and she's like, and my friends invited, like, her, their boyfriends over so they could avoid hanging out with me. Like, it's like, I, I think she's, it's valid for her to take that personally because it was a shitty thing for her friends to do. Yeah. And she's um, been dealing with a lot of personal rejection lately. Like, yeah. Her friends have not been a good support system for her this year. No. They've been a little selfish and haven't really been looking out for their friend. Um, But then Tiny is like, you're ridiculous and that's what makes you awesome. Like, there's got to be at least one guy out there who will appreciate that. And he's like talking her up. He's like. I'm, and he apologizes again. He's like, I'm sorry about everything that happened. I think you're awesome. And I know that, like, somebody else will, too. And, like, Tiny just continues to be a great guy. <laughs> and then, but then Lola's like, there is somebody who thinks that. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Is yep. it, oh, gosh. Are we going there? Yeah. And. so <laughs> mad. And then they get out of the closet. And. Lola, like, gives Tiny a hug, like, thank you, like, thanks for talking to me about this. It was, like, a nice, friendly hug, 
But then this is the moment that Shay like walks up and is like, so she can give you what I can't give you, blah, blah, blah. It's like a whole scene. And Tiny's like, what are you talking about? What is going on? And she like makes these. It's like they're both. She's just making so many assumptions and is not letting Tiny like speak for himself or is not listening to Tiny when he speaks for himself. Kind of similar to when to Frankie not really listening to Jonah. It's just another kind of weird misunderstanding or lack of listening where Shay kind of blows up on Tiny and Tiny's like, why are you blowing up on me? I do not deserve this. You're not listening to me. How could you think that of me that I would do anything in the closet anyway? Or that like or what my thoughts are about sex at all. Like we haven't talked about it. He gets pissed off at her. I think it's warranted. He's like because she's like, I thought you didn't care about that. And and he's like, so basically you only are interested in me as long as I'm like the perfect science student and like have no other personality right. facets or wants or, right. or whatever. Yeah. It's like, let's like, yeah, it's like, let's not idealize the person. Let's accept the person for who they are. Shay. Um, but yeah. And they, yeah. And then he like storms away, but then we're back with Frankie and miles and miles is like, <laughs> awkwardly trying to console Frankie he's like they're there like awkward pat on the head and she's like screaming into a pillow and is like what's wrong with me like why doesn't he want to have sex with me (laughs) and Miles is like maybe he has herpes and he's like I don't really want to talk about this with you and she's like I'm feeling so insecure and then Miles is like well maybe it's because you're a virgin. Some guys get weird about that. I'm like, let's not make this about virginity, Miles. No, this is bad advice, man. And then Frankie says, I don't think Jonah's like that. And I don't think he is either, honestly. Me neither. Um, if that were a problem, I don't know if they would be dating, but okay. I mean, he also dated um, Becky Baker. That's very true. Um, and then we're back with the other boys in the contest and Baz is like no matter what happens here today let's promise not to let it get in the way of our friendship so they have all taken photos of their genitalia next to, next a, to a ruler <laughs> and have, and they've sent the photos to Yale so she can judge and so while she is judging and they're waiting the final results. This this is when Baz says, like, let's not get it. Let this get in the way of her friendship. And then, like, Yale comes back in the room and Hunter's like, can I talk to you for a second? And <laughs> she's like, okay. And then, like, once they're, like, out of the room, she's like, I don't know why, you wor- why you're worried. Like, you won by a lot. And I'm like, this, I didn't want to know any of this information, Degrassi. Why do I have to know how big hunter's dick is it's so upsetting i hate it i don't want to know any and, of this yeah and hunter's like i am uncomfortable like we like i haven't even like shown this to you and like what a normal setting would be and things have also just like been weird 
lately. And yeah, and then this is when Yale is finally like, I don't like being reduced to like just your girlfriend. Like we used to hang out all the time, all all four of us, and now it's like <coughs> all I am is your girlfriend. And Hunter's like, I totally understand. Like, sometimes it's hard to tell when you're my friend and when you're my girlfriend. And Yale is like, I can be both. I should be both. And he's like, that you're true. That's true. You're right. Um, but meanwhile, Baz has been feeling really insecure lately. And I'm worried about, like, if I also end up winning this contest, I don't think he's going to take it well. So I think you should lie about the winner. Like, I think he needs the win more than I do. <laughs> I mean, I respect that Hunter is comfortable enough in his manhood. <laughs> and like, give Baz the and, win. And I think they also talk about, like, if you say that I won, they're not going to believe you because you're my girlfriend. <laughs> and it's like, it's it's going to be easier to, to lie just all around. And... Then, like, we walk back in the room. Baz has declared the winner, and he's like, I knew it! Yeah! And I'm so glad that this plot line is over. Me too. Let's never talk about it again. Yeah. And then we get a short scene with, like, Frankie and Shay commiserating about boys and, like, how they won't have sex with them and blah, blah, blah. Not a ton happens. And then, and then we're with Lola and Miles, and Lola is helping Miles with his script for the play, and she makes some good suggestions for the Hope character, and Miles is like, you should play Hope. I think you'd be perfect. You should do this. And then Lola's like, ah, I actually, I don't think it's a good idea because I like you, and if I spend too much time with you, I feel like... I'm good. We're going to do something that we regret. But then they just kiss anyway. And they're doing something they're going to regret. Yeah. Oh, my and God. Then, I'm so mad at Miles in this moment. I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's some, it's like, I get it, but it's also shitty. You know, it's like your boyfriend's been in a coma for months. You don't know if he's waking up. It's been very hard. Lola has been like your rock. And feelings have developed, and now you're in this weird, like, limbo zone. But it's still, still not good. And I'm like, I, I'm like, watch us cut to a scene of Tristan waking up now, now that this has happened. But that didn't happen. Um. I'm like, I'm, I, while I like fully understand it, and I'm not, I'm not actually mad at Miles. Like, I get it, because like you said, like Tristan's been in a coma for many, many months. He doesn't know if he's ever waking up. He keeps being told by people that he's never waking up. He's basically the only person that's still holding out any hope right. that Tristan's going to wake up. So he's lonely, and he has needs, and he's sad, and I get it. Um, but also, I'm so mad that it's him I and know. Lola, because I just really... I, I wanted them to be friends. <laughs> Me too. I liked them as <laughs> friends, and now I'm upset. Yeah. Um, and then... he never gets us what we want. No nope. relationships at all. <laughs> never. Never. I'm never going to forgive them for Grace and Zoe. <laughs> um, but then it's the next morning and they have a par- They have had sex. And 
Miles feels guilty, but he also says he's happy and, like, maybe doesn't totally regret it. It's a confusing space that they are in. It was also her first time. And she's like, don't worry, I'm not going to get clingy about it. And it's just like, they're like, this is, it's like, this is weird, but let's just enjoy this. Like, this could never happen again. Like, and we can't actually ever date so let's like enjoy like the next couple minutes and then we'll like walk away, I guess. I don't it's like it's definitely happening again. See, but my like understanding was that they now are just gonna be like friends with benefits. It's like let's yeah. just enjoy whatever this is. And yeah, we can definitely, never do yeah. We can never publicly make this a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so now they're like using each other for comfort, maybe, but also there are probably feelings here. It's messy. It is a messy situation. Um, but then the, the episode ends. We're in the kitchen. Shay apologizes to Lola. Lola apologizes to Shay. Um, everyone's making up and... I don't know. It's uh, it's the end of the episode. The most important thing happened, and I don't really... Nothing else really happens of note in the episode other than the apologies. Yeah, not really. They're all just like, oh, man, I guess none of us are having any sex. And then <laughs> Lola and Miles make weird eye contact, and I'm like, mm, all right, fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Um... <laughs> Do we have a spirit squad captain? I don't know. I don't know that we do either. I guess Jonah for being very clear in his needs and not um, being bendable by Frankie just because she wanted, just because she was feeling insecure about it. Sure. Grace for trying to stick up for Shay when Esme was being a dick. Yep. Grace trying to make the party actually fun again and not like a weird <laughs> uncomfortable cat fight thing yeah zig for finding his voice for one second <laughs> do we have a ship um you know what i hmm I'm interested to see what happens with Lola and Miles, but I don't know if I support it. You know what? I think my ship of the episode is weirdly Jonah and Frankie. I don't know why. I think they annoy me the least. (laughs) It's not a Hunter and Yale. (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't think I like any couples in this episode based on all the couples were complicated in this episode. So maybe we don't have one. You know what? I'm just going to go Hunter and Yale. I kind of forgot about them, even though they were like an entire B-plot. But They had a good conversation amidst a very strange situation, I guess. I will say the the one of the best things about Hunter getting all the psychiatric help he needs is that he is now a really good communicator, which is something that tends True. to happen if you get a lot of therapy, is you become like really good at expressing your feelings and your needs and like having like productive conversations and yeah. he has like just I'm gonna like kudos the Degrassi writers for that 
Yes, he's he's not like a pent up ball of rage anymore. <laughs> yeah, he he talks like a boy who goes to therapy, and I respect that. <laughs> yes, I'm happy for him. Um, all right, um, grapevine. So we have a correction tweet from Bunny Wilder who says, "I think Scott Sod is actually wearing kafia, not scarves." So thank you for right. That, Bunny. Yes, thank you. That was my bad. <laughs> um. But we also have an email from Rachel. Um, the subject line is, it's some lesbian thoughts plus a game. Um, and they say, Queens, okay, Abby should have gotten together with Riley, right? Okay, spoilers for Happiest Season, by the way. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we need to put the Happiest Season discourse, but I appreciate it. It is fine if Harper was not ready to come out to her family, but to invite your girlfriend to meet your family, then make her actively lie about her identity and treat her poorly the whole trip, pass. I'll need a sequel to right the wrongs immediately. Agreed. Since you're a little further along in the series and know some more characters, I ask again, who would you rather be stuck in an elevator with? So we got a couple of them here. Okay. All right. Goldie or Yale? Hmm. Yale, because she knows technology things. So I feel like if anyone's going to, like, you know. Get you out. Get me out of there. <laughs> you know, what if, like, the little phone box thing breaks or whatever? She can, like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Yale could, like, help yeah. me get out of there. I agree. Baz or Hunter? Hunter, unfortunately. Hunter. I mean, it's, He's it's less really just lesser of two than Baz. <laughs> Esme or Frankie? Frankie. Yeah, I Neither definitely of them will just be like, helpful. Both of them will be annoying, but at least Frankie will be nice. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Esme is just mean. Um, Shay or Lola? I think. Well, I think Shay because I, I think Shay she'll might have a, be handier. Yeah, yeah, and I think she'll have a cooler head in that True. Kind of situation. I think Lola will be a little bit more like I don't know, all over the place. Yeah. Zoe or Rasha? I think Rasha. Yeah, me too. Tiny or Zig? Tiny. He's Tiny. much smarter than Zig. <laughs> Winston or Miles? Um, Winston, I guess. Yeah. I mean, again, if we're kind of going for like a utilitarian approach of like who will get us out of the elevator, yeah, I don't know if that's the point of, of this. And also, like, just someone that I think is gonna like be calmer in a stressful yeah. situation. Although the that is tough with Winston and Miles, is where it's like Winston, I think, will know more about getting out of an elevator, but I think Miles will be calmer. In yeah. the situation. I'm so leaning Miles. So it's kind it of a toss-up. It also depends on what season. But I am leaning Miles, I think, actually, for that one. Because I do think that he'll be, like, calmer in a stressful situation than Winston will. Yeah, that's very true. Um. All right. Well, that's the game. So thank you for sending that, Rachel. And I believe that is all the grapevine that we have today. So if you'd like to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod or you can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram at Keller High Water, and you can follow me on Twitter at Kel Sucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend to the people? Um, I 
I'm finally watching Sex Education Season 2 on Netflix, and I'm very much enjoying it, so I recommend. Just that show in general, I guess. There you go. Um, I'm going to recommend the new Great British Baking Show holiday episodes are fantastic. They, Have I'm, you watched the Dairy Girls one? Yes, that's what I was just going to oh, say. The second episode so is good. the cast of the Dairy Girls. They're all so funny. It's <laughs> hilarious. I like they all they all seem like not not like they're necessarily like it's like, oh, they're just like their characters, but there's like definite like elements that you're like, oh, it like feels like so comfortable to like Yeah. Yeah. They're they're all just like very on it, like with the comebacks and the like excuses and the jokes and it's it's a good app. It's a good app. They're so funny. <laughs> all of them. It's very good. So good. Um, all right. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.